Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. I'm your host, Angry Domus. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Lockable. What's up with it? What's up, bro? Too, not too much, not too much. Uh, but this episode, we have two new guests joining the podcast. Uh, first, we have Bree. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. Can't complain. All right, all right. No doubt. And also, we have Kyla. How you doing today? Um, you know, I'm I'm just going, getting there. Hey, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Like I say, we want to make sure everybody like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Also, join the P3 Discord. That's the Picks, Plays, and Parlays Discord, where we hand out free plays every day. So make sure you join that. And with that, let's get into this episode. We're going to have a discussion, I guess, today. Getting into the nitty gritty stuff, the hard hitting stuff about why is there such a huge pay difference from women and men in sports? Who wants to go first? Who wants to who wants to crack this egg so we can make an omelet? <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll just go ahead and um, chime in. So I think it's no secret that men have definitely dominated the sports industry. Thus, they have, you know, started off everything. You know, women, I don't want to say women are relatively new to sports, but there's definitely a pay difference. So when you're looking at things, we look at the ratios to what the players are being paid versus the percentage of these organizations. With men, it's typically going to be a higher percentage that they're getting paid. With women, it's most likely going to be less, unfortunately. And I know a lot of people may go along the lines of things being more of just like, you know, this industry has more pull, they have more networking, they're, you know, dominating the entertainment lines. But when it comes to women, like, when you're really looking at sports, it's just like, we're here. But like, when you look at the ratio to what they're being paid, it's definitely a big pay difference. Okay, are you talking about uh, any sport in particular? Or are you just talking about across the board? Because, I mean, you know, the one that everybody really likes to key on is the WNBA and the NBA, which yeah, is basketball. That is very true. That is very true. I'm just going to say across the board. Okay. Anybody else want to dip their <laughs> toe in there? And I want to say, um, I'll chime in. I'm new to sports in every aspect, men, women, whatever. So I for sure definitely didn't know much about women's sports except for like gymnastics, tennis, figure skating, you know, like the, I don't want to call it womenly sports, but just those kind of sports is what I knew about. But like the WNBA, like that's all like really new to me because I realized, you know, they don't really promote it. It's not really promoted in the media. Um, if it is, you know, it's kind of here or there, but it's not like how we always hear like about like LeBron and stuff like that. I could not name uh, um, a WNBA player except for Brittany. Uh-huh. Wait, is she is she WNBA? Yeah, she's WNBA. Yeah, she oh, see, look, I still don't even know. <laughs> Phoenix. Well, I, I know last time she's with Phoenix. Well, she started off with Phoenix Mercury. I think she didn't she go to LA with the Sparks. I think she did for brief brief amount of time yeah okay well i mean i look at it like this with the nba okay 
that league just celebrated their 75th year uh like a, a couple of years ago or whatever so they've been slowly building that up and getting it to where you know they've had their spot in dominance but even still in american sports they're nowhere near the nfl but i mean like i said that that's the comparative when when you know we have the discussion that i would say about the pay gap difference and just like you say, that's part of the reason there is a big gap is because, like you say, you just – you only know, like, one WNBA player. You do have to, I'll say, go and look for the promotion. But, I mean, if you watch, like, ESPN, but you probably – y'all probably not going to watch it constantly. They do promote it there. But at the same time, that league has never been a profitable league since they brought it uh, – since they created like 20 something years ago. So it's still going to have to find its footing, I'll say, and gain a bigger audience. But I think with the advent of social media and people having their own platforms and stuff like that, that has brought them leaps and bounds to where they were, let's say 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. And I mean, with the, with the difference between NBA and WNBA, a lot of people who, like to argue this or debate this they like to hit the entertainment uh section of the debate which is understandable i mean men nba is more you got your flashy flashy dunks you got your personalities and things of that nature while as the wnba is more fundamental basketball rather than the flashiness or the different uh personalities you do have in the wnba so, I mean, that is a big difference from the two because with the NBA, you got players like John Morant who comes down the paint and will dunk on anybody known to man or do a 360 dunk. Or you got Zion dunking on uh, seven-foot dudes like it's nothing. While as the WNBA, they kind of break the game down and play it the way it's supposed to be played. But when you're really looking at it too, Lockable – these women could literally do the same thing, but it does ball back down to the entertainment pool in the audience. Like these women don't really get the same opportunity there. Like, unfortunately, very unfortunately, I didn't really look at the WNBA until the whole um, Britney thing happened because it's just like, Oh wow. One of our players, you know, are in Russia right now. And like, that's not something you want to hear. And unfortunately, in a situation like that, that's so negative, that got the attention pulled from people. So I definitely think when it comes to entertainment, these women can still do the same thing as men. It's just more of the audience that, at, you know, we, we look at the things that are headlining, unfortunately. And I don't think that's fair to most of the players because they have the same craft as the men when you really look at it. I have I have to disagree with that. I, I don't I, I can't I can't say those women can do the same thing as the men. I mean, that's just the physicality. You you're not getting the women going down dunking or posterizing people. That's just it's very rare but to see a woman dunk. I mean, can. I don't know. Don't, I, I mean, only a few. I, I don't know. That's only a few. only a few can dunk. Only a few can dunk, but we don't know why they do it. I mean, I watch college players who can nearly touch the rim, and they refuse to dunk the ball. And I know if they jump a little bit, they could dunk it. I don't know why they but choose not to do it. Coach, too. 
You gotta look at the no, no. <laughs> no, you have to not look in at that standpoint. Chemistry. Not in that, in standpoint, that standpoint, you don't. I'm not saying if you're a professional, like, <laughs> when you're professional, that I mean, yeah, coaching comes down to, it, but you don't have a coach that's strictly saying, Oh, if you're coming down uh, the lane wide open, do not dunk the ball, just lay it up and keep it moving. I highly doubt a coach says that. That's something the high school coach was pulled. Okay, so I'm not, this might be kind of off topic for a second. When it comes to coaching, I'm more than sure some women coaches want a strict line for their players. Like, there's not a lot of leeway that some of these women can get away with with playing when it comes to stuff like that. Men, too. Men, too. Okay, but but coaches who are very strict. But who is that on, though? Is that on the player or is that on the coach? Because that coach is going to try to mitigate the risk of them possibly dunking and missing that dunk. If it's not a high percentage play or shot, that coach is going to discourage it. But when you got so many guys in the league that can just jump out of the gym, it's like, okay, this is a high percentage shot. I'd rather you try to dunk the ball than shoot a three. Now in the women's game, it's vice versa. Because, like I say, it's more of a technical game they play. It's, it's more technical than anything, and that's why a lot of women are, are – well, most of the women who play ball – you're going to have to have a good shot. You're going to have to have a good solid set shot from three if you want playing time. Otherwise, you're going to ride the bench. <laughs> I definitely think these women can do it. I mean, okay, so with these with these dunks and stuff, I definitely think every basketball player is definitely capable. Now, no. if it's this girl, it's this No, 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 no. They are not LeBron James. LeBron James coming down the court full steam. You telling me a woman want to take that charge? You moving out the way for LeBron. LeBron too big for that. You got Zion, who even players in the NBA are complaining because they can't do nothing with him. If they can't do nothing with him, what makes you think the WNBA gonna come down the court and uh handle Zion coming down there? And that's not and that's not throwing any as I say casting any dispersion on the women's game. They are they are the top of, of their profession, but they not right. about to go out there and handle a, a NBA dude. It's just not going to happen. I'm not saying that they. I, see, I don't want to downplay on their um, athleticism here, but I think that these women are definitely capable of going against the NBA player. And I no. will leave it as that. Right. Name, name, as that. Name, name me one. It, like, if you're listening. Name me one. <laughs> I don't, I don't name, agree with name. that one. I'm going oh, no. to go with my girl, Brittany. I'm going to go with her. Okay, oh, no. you got don't Brittany. Go. You got Brittany. Okay, you got Brittany. I got Joel and B. <laughs> okay. How about that, we send there, them an email and give them a there's name? There's no... The problem is... <laughs> the problem is... Yes, the WNBA has players that have the height and athletic skills as the NBA, but the problem is the NBA men, if they played against these WNBA women, they're too strong to handle because you got these these cats ain't no weak dudes. They pushing down the court, and they moving whatever is out the way. So are you you saying that these (laughs) – Are you saying that these WNBA players don't have the same power pool? Well, some no. of them. No. no. Not, not a so chance. So that's what y'all are going with. That's, that's just I women and men in general. I don't think they do. 
I mean, LeBron would squash the whole WNBA if he chose to. I mean, I don't even have to pull LeBron. I could, you could really get an average uh, NBA player like Jordan Poole, uh, Brandon Ingram. Because he got the Riz. No. <laughs> Jordan Poole does not have the Riz. Especially, especially like I said, on the road. He, he does not. He does not have any Riz. Like I say, he goes out there and think he's balling when he plays at home. That's why they they keep giving the certain women a section. But them, they put those booger bears out on the road. That's why the Warriors have only won three games on the road this season. So please don't get me started talking about those bozos. Hot garbage. <laughs> so I mean, when it comes to the phys- the the all around NBA is strictly going to overwhelm the WNBA. I'm not saying that. They all have the IQ, they have the skills, and they some of them got the athleticism. But if you put them up against each other, NBA is going to overtop it every time. It's more fast-paced, it's, fa- it's better shooters, and then you got strength on top of that. So I know we were talking about, you know, the finance uh, aspect of this, and that could definitely, you know, be pulled back into this just because, you know, like you said, there's more physicality with the men. They're doing all this exciting stuff. But, like, my main thing is here, too, women can do the same thing. And I know we've discussed, you know, oh. the differences here. But I feel like it's unfair when you're looking at it. Like, if you're really looking at this, like, do you, if, you were, if you were a female athlete in the WNBA, would you feel somewhat discouraged in your craft? Against men or just against just in general with the women. audience pool with no. the financial aspect, you wouldn't feel discouraged as yes, a woman. You would okay, okay well, if you put if you put if you put a finance point on it, yes, because you see the NBA, how these stars make hundreds of millions of dollars, and they could ride the bench the whole year. Like yeah. Ben Simmons makes Act the Zion, whole WNBA. Hey, hey, now we will not have any Pelicans bashing on this program. We will not have any Pelicans bashing on this program because they went in the finals this year. They went in the finals, okay? I don't know about that. LeBron got that one. But, man, you better get the hell out of here with that Laker talk, bro. You know they ain't going nowhere. I'm just saying, bro, when it comes down to it, I mean, yes, women are going to be discouraged because of the NBA, how popular they are compared to other sports, except the NFL. I mean, I can see the discouragement, but I mean, it's just not there right now. I mean, they have a lot more work to do to get the WNBA popular. Like, they need to do a lot of different stuff. Okay, like y'all can't even name me five WNBA players, but you want them to be on the same foot. You know Zion. You know LeBron. You know these guys because they're out there in the media. But this is the thing about it. Former WNBA players like the one, I mean, NBA players who built the NBA up to what it is now, they make a fraction of what these dudes are getting paid now. They may feel some type of way to where if I played in today's game, I'll be making hundreds of million. They didn't make that. But that's just part of what it is. Because, okay, going back to the older players of the NBA, where you didn't have guys dunking on the regular, then you had guys that could come in there and dunk, and it changed the whole game. It took it to another level. Like I said, then you had in the 80s, you had Magic and Bird. That elevated the game. But even in the 80s, like the finals, how is this big spectacle and everything at the end of the year? 
was on tape delay. They record, they didn't even air it live. Then you had Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan helped globalize the NBA game and bring it to new heights because the main thing about Mike, he was great at basketball and he could sell merchandise. That's right. what brought the NBA up to where it is. Then after he left, you had the, you had Kobe. Then you had LeBron that just kept making it a global game where they infiltrated markets like China, where they you know they're gonna try to you know get a team where they, they play games in uh, in Mexico City, they play games in uh, Beijing, they play games all over the world, and you know in Australia and stuff like that. So it's been years and years and years of them building it up to get it where it is. But with the WBA, they feel just because they're they're doing they're playing basketball that it's gonna be the same. It's just not gonna be there because at a certain point in time, it's basic economics. What are people willing to pay for if you have a product? Right now, they're willing to pay a whole hell of a lot more for the NBA product than the WNBA one. And that's not to say that the WNBA is a bad product, it's just what people are willing to pay for it today. And with them being there. Like it took Michael Jordan uh, the years that he retired becoming part owner of a team. Right now you have WNBA players, I think, are part owners of franchises right now. That in, in less than, you know, like I say, 20 years. Okay. So right there, they they already a step ahead of the game to grow it. So the women that play now may not get to see the same money women may get in 20 years. Who's to say? But it, it just takes time for them to grow the game. I mean, but are people really going to watch? It's still the big question here. If they do all this stuff, will people really still tune in the same way they do with the NBA? What, would, mean, ha- what would have to happen for it to shift I mean, like that? You need some, you need players to come together and kind of, you know, social media is the big thing right now. Use that to your advantage. Like, I think the only WNBA player that I can name off head is Sabrina. And that's just because she dealt with Kobe and was close to Kobe and his daughter. That's the only reason why I know them. Like, you hear about them, but you don't see them or hear them in the media or them speaking up about stuff. They kind of sit in the shadows, and the only time they really speak up is if pay is involved. So that that's a major thing they need to get uh get accomplished. And I mean, sometimes. Well, I mean, I think, that's the question of it all too: is do they sit in the shadows, or people not pay attention to them? I mean that that's that's another question. But yeah, still, like yeah. you say, the the audience the audience for it, they have to make the noise for that. If you a WNBA supporter. You have to you have to be vocal about it. See, I feel like the audience is very selective in a way because, like I said, the only flash of spotlight that the WNBA did get was over this Britney situation. Like I said, it's very unfortunate, but it had everyone's attention. So it's like, what could these women do that it would lure everybody back in again on a more positive standpoint? See, with men, like, with the NBA, they get a lot of opportunities. They get the excitement. They get the contracts, the sneaker deals, and 
everything else. And I'm not trying to discredit anybody. They earn those things. But what could these women do to get that to them as well? It's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take as they like to put you know in, in politics it's gonna take a grassroots movement. It's gonna take people like yo we're going to the WNBA game and make that thing a popular thing to do. It's gonna take like okay, do y'all know of any WNBA athletes that have a signature shoe with a shoe uh, company? Uh, I want to say Sabrina, but no, I think I, not I that think I she know. has. I think she has connections okay. with Nike, but. Sue Bird just retired. She had a signature shoe. She even had her own okay. signature colorway in a LeBron shoe. Plus, you have Dana Della Dover, who's an NBA player. She has her own shoe with Nike. It's stuff like that. Like I say, like I say, so wait, go back to that LeBron shoe. Who had LeBron shoe? Sue Bird. She had her own colorway of the LeBron shoe that was released. And that's and I'm happy that you said of the LeBron shoe. Of the LeBron shoe, just like really think about what you said of the LeBron shoe. So- okay, okay, but this this <laughs> the thing. Okay, but this is the thing with Sue Bird. That was her choice to maybe not take what Nike wanted, and she got signed later in life to where the deal came. But there are others that have their own signature shoe, and that's but that's the thing too. We just clowned today in our shoe group that Jason Tatum signed to Jordan Brand got his signature shoe on Jordan Brand. And it's garbage. Trash. But yeah, okay, you talked about Zion. Zion got his signature <laughs> shoe. Do Jordan brand. Uh what's his name for the Mavericks? Um Luka. what the hell is his name? Luca Doncic. He has a signature shoe. Do Jordan brand. And it's garbage. But I mean, but that's that's the whole thing because okay, if I would have said I got those two birds, you're gonna be like, what? I got them LeBrons for the Super <laughs> Edition. You're going to be like, okay, okay, I might mess with it. It's going to get more eyeballs because, I mean, what you, you want to shoot? You, you, want, you want 100% of nothing or you want 50% of something? I, I'm just saying. But the, 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 the Della Dover shoes are nice, though. I mean, in all honesty, they're they a nice-looking shoe. But like I say, I'm not even, like, the biggest fan of WNBA, but I'm a fan of sports, and I know about it because I know about it. Because I have to, I have to look into it because it's interesting. But like I say, your most common person is not, and if you don't go looking for it, you can't get the support from it. It's not just going to happen because they go out and play ba- uh, basketball. You got to get the eyes, and it's going to take people talking about it on social media. It's going to take, it's going to take people actually supporting the product, and the market's going to decide. If if it is or if it isn't, but like I say, get, getting back to the pay gap is going to be there. It's going to be there just because ESPN and TNT and ABC are willing to pay the NBA for con for content. It it just is what it is. That's really unfortunate. But I mean, okay, but let's look at other sports though. Like, okay, I think Bree okay, mentioned so, like tennis. Yeah, T- tennis is a sport. Where the, the men and women, their pay isn't that big of a difference because that's one where I look at the product where it's pretty fair, where I will watch women or male tennis. It doesn't matter as long as the, yeah, as they, long as the people playing are great. I don't think I don't think so. I mean, it's not. I don't think so. Isn't 
I mean, it's not as far gapped as the NBA and WNBA, but I mean, tennis players. Well, I'm talking about their counterparts with their tennis, the tennis players between male and female. Oh, okay. Well, you have like this guy, Roger, he's being paid 700, 300, and 100,000 versus Serena, who's being paid 495,000. So I'm just like, Serena, we all know who Serena is. She, we rightfully know who she is. Versus somebody that I don't even know. Like, how does Serena make love? You don't know who Roger Federer really? is? I was about to say, you don't know who Federer <laughs> yeah. is? Roger, Fre- Roger Federer is a top guy. <laughs> but what is he? Top dog. No. But, but he's a top saying. dog was... in his area. He's, That's what, like he's, well, he's considered one of the greatest tennis play- male tennis players, period. That's, that's like Serena. the GOAT of the... Both yes. of them are GOATs. But yes. you, guys, but, you never watched him play you there, the you wouldn't understand. But yes, but it, that's a really big gap. That is that's not gap. a big gap. That's, that's not a big yes, gap. It is. For, for 730,000 compared to 500,000. You think that's a big gap? That that ain't nothing compared to what the WNBA gap is. That ain't nothing. And can, okay, and women's tennis. Women's tennis, they don't even play the same amount of sets as men. So, I mean, they do have to play play more sets. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not doing the exact same work. And it's it's plenty of male tennis players that couldn't even come close to what Serena made outside of the tennis course as well. Oh, yeah. And and nobody nobody said boo-hoo about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I mean, but the real, but realistically, though, okay, like uh, Nami Osaka, she's gonna take the year off because she became pregnant or whatever. Right. She's been at the top of her sport or whatever. You been at the top of the sport in tennis. Like I say, that is a, a I would say one of the few sports where okay, you have a pay gap, but it's not that different. And most people, whether it's male or female, will tune in to watch if it's the men playing or the women playing of that sport. But yeah, like I say, I, I think with tennis, that's a that's a sport to where I mean there is some of a pay gap, but I think viewership, whether it's men or women playing, is is very similar. Now with soccer, because I mean we could talk about soccer, um, especially with like the men's national team and the women's national team. Uh, I think the women's national team, they they pulled a play where they was like, um, we're not going to play for y'all unless y'all pay us a, a exactly what the men are making or maybe even more because, I mean, let's face it, the men's national team has been stinking up the joint for decades. It's trash. And the USA's women's national team has actually been winning on the world stage. So mm-hmm. I, I, I totally agree with them. Like, they should get paid as much or maybe even more because they are winners. But at the same time, I don't know if they attract the same viewership as the male, you know, the male team compared to the women's team. But I, I think if you're a winner and, you know what I'm saying, y'all should get paid at least the same because soccer is the world sports, but it's it's not the number one sport here in the U.S. But, you know, if, if you got if you got the cachet to pull it, tell them people, hey, bring me my money. So they did end up deciding to pay them equally? Yeah, I believe the last negotiations, uh, they decided to do that. But, you know, that's that's the independent of a, a league or whatever. 
to where they, you know, they were able to unionize and, and, and bargain it for themselves. What else do we have? We have like the UFC. I know we have. Oh, I'm just well, going to use the top. two different ball games. But wait, is there a pay difference there? If I were to say Conor McGregor and Ronda Rousey. Who brings in more money, Conor McGregor or Ronda Rousey? Uh, well, then first oh, okay. of all, I'm still mad with Ronda. Okay, when when Ronda was kicking <laughs> ass and taking names, Ronda was probably making well. She probably was making well more than Conor McGregor was because that was all about pay per view money and stuff. But yeah. we get into the UFC. Dana don't pay them people whether you male or female, so it's all around to them. <laughs> How about I say that whole that whole area is horrible. If you don't bring in money, you don't get paid well. Like I think Amanda Nunes on the women's side gets paid the most. And I mean, they she fights maybe once a year, if that. So I mean, you know, it's gonna be a pay gap in UFC because everybody gets paid terrible because it's really based off of what you bring to the sport and what do you bring to the pay-per-view of uh event yeah i'm sorry to double back on that with the uh men's and women's soccer team yeah they collectively bargained agreed to where they would get paid equally and that's going to continue through 20 uh 2028 oh, that's a oh wow has a time frame on it mm. um i mean it they they agreed to it um this well, this past year in May and stuff. So, you know, once it comes to twenty twenty eight, they're gonna have to collectively bargain, agree, and stuff. With you know, that's just what all of them do, because depending on the sponsors, they you know, they don't want to have to be on the hook for some way. It's like, well, you collectively bargain, agree that we're gonna fly first class charter flights forever, and then they be like, we ain't got that money. <laughs> so, I mean, they're gonna come and do that, but. I think it's going to be something that's going to be going forward where it'll be equal pay. But UFC, UFC screws up all their fights when it comes to pay. Men or women. Oh, yeah. Um, they get a But like I said, with the up. women, it's, it's, it's only a few to where they can get those big dollars. Because, I mean, they, they I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, it's going to be a bias. When you talking about male dominated sports that are viewed by males, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bias towards men when it comes to that. But with the women UFC fighters, it, it's by respect as well. Cause if you come out there bullshit, nobody gonna watch that. You gonna, but you, you come out there brawling, out. you gonna get that respect and you gonna get the support. But Dana, right. Dana, know he don't pay them people. Dana in his own uh issues. But but like I say, you're yeah. not gonna get you're not gonna get a woman fighter to cut up like Conor McGregor did talking all that big shit. Cause I mean, let's look at his last his last few fights. His last few fights have been terrible. And he made most of his money off his garbage ass Irish whiskey and that fight he had with Floyd. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I say. That was his bigger payday with Floyd. But I mean, Connor always causes chaos building up the fight, so that causes people to buy yeah. a fight. And you know, so I mean, he does stuff to make people want to see his fights. Like him versus Khabib was a big one because he was he was with the shits the whole the whole build. And up Khabib whooped his ass every time he did, and then Khabib jumped the gate, and you know, the mayor of Las Vegas ran out. That was a big thing. So. 
you know, they caused havoc. So, you know, like he was going to do something. <laughs> 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 Shit. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be a major bias in that sport alone. They don't get paid well anyway. And they, I heard the insurance is trash out there for UFC. But 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 okay, but like going back to Rousey, she had that po- that personality and that charisma uh, about what had she going on. That's why okay, she was making that money in the UFC, but it's like hey, Hollywood calling. You wanna jump in this garbage ass yep. Fast and Furious movie? Hell yeah. I'll take that and I ain't gotta get punched in the face. Of course. That's why she went and joined the WWE. I could fake wrestle I'm and so get paid well. Sex is a question. Uh, the the second question, um, 
do y'all feel women are over-sexualized in sports? Is that a big component to viewership? Hell, or yes. Okay, Hell, how, yes. how so? I'm going to just talk about the situation that happened at LSU a few months back with one of our gymnastics stars, Livy Dunn. Okay. Um, she had an interview with New York Times, and they talked about meal contracts. Literally, as soon as that was published, it caught everybody off guard because they talked about her posts on Instagram and they over-sexualized her in regards to them speaking about how she uses her body to attract her audience. First of all, in gymnastics, them girls don't have a choice but to wear a leotard. When I watch gymnastics, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm a... Like, I'm, like, astonished because I'm just, like, these girls, like, the upper body strength that they have is insane. Like, they're freaking flying through the air. I don't look at these women how a man would look at these women. Not all men might not look at, you know, Livy Dunn how much the rest does. But that situation had me very flabbergasted because I feel like in a certain way, like, where is the respect to these young ladies? Where is it? And I really don't think it was a fair thing that happened with New York Times because, like I said, they literally interviewed her about no contracts. And they turned around and flipped to the script of her being an athlete to use her body to gain viewership. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's going to happen. You're going to have the the creepers. You're going to have uh, dudes being dudes to where it's going to be inappropriate. Um, I'm not familiar with the piece, but I'm going to go, I'm going to find it and read it as well. Yeah. Um, and not even I just think that, it, we talked about Serena too. I didn't mean to cut you off there. They used to say Serena looked like a man, but here we are now. Drake is bashing a woman and everybody else. Serena looks, she's always oh, looked amazing man. to me. Well, well, okay, 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 start. okay. Now, mm-hmm. now, nah, nah, hold, hold up, now, nah. hold up, now, with Serena, hold up, with Serena. We, 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 get, we can get to the Drake. We can get to the Drake. We, 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 he don't, he don't. He was, he was, he was. Okay, but this the thing with Serena. She would, Serena would do some of that stuff intentionally. Like, okay, you had a, you had a, you had a few haters. You had a few haters who were calling Serena over masculine stuff because of build or whatever. I'm like, you just a hating ass some bitch. But Serena knew what the hell she was doing when she came out there in cat suits that were custom made that showed what she had going on behind her. Now, but now, listen. To do that. She, <laughs> she do that. did, but but I'm nothing saying she did. She did that on purpose. Okay, it's nothing wrong with that. So and you, I ain't so saying. Angry, what you're saying? Is the way some female athletes dress, they do it on purpose to draw attention. So they just she got she got so much flack. She got so much flack for doing that, and it was it was all done intentionally by Nike because, like I said, that's what drives these sports and that's what drives the money. Because most people out there know they put that same cat suit on, they ain't gonna look nowhere damn near as good as Serena's gonna look in it, and she knew what she was doing. That helped her boost her profile and get her money. She looked good. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say she knew what she was doing. Now, when you're talking about gymnastics or whatever, 
that's that's kind of a part of the creep show. That's why you had that doctor who was part of the gymnastic team to where he was a creepy bastard and they turned a blind eye to it. And, you know, that went on. I, I mean, I'm sorry that that happens, but that's going to happen because it's just some creep bastards out here. Which I really hate that that's the conclusion that we have to come to. It's just, it's just going to happen. I mean, so I like, mean, it's just going to happen. You can't, you can't, it's human nature. You can't stop it. It's I'm just sorry. Human. It's Which hard to true. stop. Yeah, like, there's it no is, way. It is. Like, I agree. It definitely is hard to stop, unfortunately. But when you're looking at athletes, in this case, female athletes, I feel like that could be overbearing for everybody because it's just like, I want to watch this person go out and do their craft. But I don't want any athlete to ever think your body is way more important than what you're doing. Me personally, that's the way I would like to look at things. But there's other people, you know, the body is what attracts some people into you. They probably don't even care about your stats. But I don't think it's a respectful thing for the players at all. I mean, but at the same time, it kind of helps them too. It helps them because... You know, at least they're getting that media attention. When the sports are getting out there, you know, nevertheless, I mean, it sucks that it has to be because of what they're wearing or how they're shaped. So I guess you can kind of use it to your advantage. And I I feel, I definitely agree with that. I feel like some of them, you know, do use it. Like I said, there's the no contracts going on. You have all these college athletes being able to pull money in. So that's great. But I think there should be some type of boundary. But it's um, and I can't even say that. I can't even say that because, like I said, everybody's entitled to, to what they, you know, their own perspective and viewership of these people. But as for, like, the media, like New York Times, there should definitely be a boundary set because that was a really messed up thing to do to someone. I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is messed up, but like like angry said it is part of the nature of the women's sports that you're gonna have creeps who are gonna you know just just watch it just for that but like an average person who watches sports we don't think about that we we pay attention to what's going on like if i could watch a college basketball game a women's college basketball game and not think anything of it but part of the culture in the way this sad world is you're gonna have them creeps who who gonna be creepy about everything? They gonna sexualize everything, and they're there for other reasons and not for the actual craft of the uh, sport they're playing. I like I I definitely agree with that. I mean, I don't think men in sports really have to deal with that because it's not being pushed by females. But no, no, like you, still, I said, you got some women creeps out there. No, no, you st- you got a few of you got a few stragglers out there. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, but it's it's nowhere it's nowhere near as the the men. I mean, yeah, like you say, but you you know you know like you gotta bonk you gotta bonk them on the head with the horny stick. Um, but I, I can under I can understand what you're saying about a, a media outlet to where it's like journalistic. You know, it has they had to have some type of ethics and and morals to where it's like. Yeah. That wasn't the story that you should have, the angle you should have probably went with. Um, because, okay, going back to tennis, um, I can't, I'm going to mispronounce the name, but 
but I think it was uh, Anna Korolenka or whatever, the one that was uh, off and on with it in uh, Iglesias, Enrique Iglesias or whatever back in the day. She was always hyped up because she was pretty, this, that, and the other. And it was like, it's distracting her from her playing tennis because she can make more money in Hollywood and modeling than she does on the tennis court or whatever. I mean, it was unfortunate, but at the same time, she was going like triple wood and losing a lot of these contests in tennis. So I'm like, she pivoted in the right way. But at the same time, I get what you're saying to where it shouldn't be just judged on your physical looks. It should be on the merit of your skill and your sport or whatever. I mean, that's to me, that's thinking idealistically. But reality, I mean, you you got dudes that's going to be dudes and they're going to be inappropriate. And it's unfortunate, but it's part of the reality. And it is. Like, you can't take it away from that. And then, like, you you know, men, I was saying that men, y'all don't have any revealing uniforms to wear as well. Well, Like, not saying, well, I feel like football isn't really (laughs) that, it's not really all that revealing. Like, you know, some tight pants. But, you know, gymnastics, they're wearing the leotards, you know, that cuts and you can see their butt cheeks and stuff like that, or the short shorts for volleyball. Like, you know, they're forcing it. I mean, I don't think we have to wear it. I don't play the sport, but I don't think we have to wear some of the things that we have, that they, So, I know, mean, depending set. on the sport, like short shorts, you know, they like to put the science of weight and things of that nature. So if you have tights on, you don't have the extra pants like i could use track for instance we would like to run in straight tights rather than have shorts on because when you're running maybe the shorts weigh you down or it can slow you down things of that nature so maybe in volleyball the shorts may play a factor i I can't really speak for that i don't know anybody who plays volleyball but i can speak in a track standpoint we used to do that a lot for that reason did you run faster i never run before i did i mean i mean i felt the way difference for me, just running in straight tights rather than running in shorts. I mean, it, it but I feels feel like better. It's the same thing. No, it's lightweight tights, tights shorts, is restricting though. your butt. No, no shorts. I mean, shorts are shorts. I mean, because okay, I use track again, so you got shorts that they could be lightweight shorts, but you could still feel the heavy, the weightness of it if you're running. I mean, if you ran a race before. And you're running, you sometimes could feel that waistband of them shorts either coming down or or they twist in or something's happening to prevent you from running the right way. While as tights, it restricts all of that. It just tightens your legs, it tights everything, compresses everything, and it's as if you're naked but you have pants on. So that I mean that's how it feels. I mean, and then to think about it, like people don't really talk about oh, that WNBA basketball player is fine. Like, I don't really hear people yeah, saying that. Cause... I, don't know what, I, don't know what, uh, I don't know what you're looking yeah, at, but uh, tw- Twitter, you, is a, Twitter is a bad place. <laughs> Twitter really? is a bad place. Twitter and, I, Twitter and IG, if you go in the oh, comments section on woo, ridiculous. Inappropriate. It is bad. <laughs> it's bad. Like, damn, boy, go get you some water. You don't hear too, you don't hear too thirsty. <laughs> but um, kind of learn back into it. Um, do y'all think with this trend of 
sexism with female athletes, will it kind of, I don't want to say soften future athletes, but do you think that could possibly become a case there? What do you mean by soften? Like, in regards to that, do y'all think that some of these athletes will, you know, start using their, I don't want to say assets more, but we can go with assets and face more to learn attention. Because most of the time, like in track, okay, in track, some of the girls, you know, do their hair, get their nails done and stuff. Um, lashes, I don't really see any of that in basketball. I don't even think that's well, it's not a no, lot I of see one. I seen a girl at LSU with those lashes on the tall one. You you can have lashes and hair, <laughs> but you can't have all that extraness of fingernails and things yeah, of that nature. But in, but in track, I mean, that brings attention to themselves. Like Shikari, yeah. when you see Shikari race, everything every time she races, either her fingernails are different, and she has a standout hair something stands her out so you know it's her when she runs so she's making a statement yeah. that it's me you're gonna know it's me when i'm on this track i mean i think they should in a way i definitely think i don't see a problem with it but like i said my biggest uh concern is i don't want them to learn the wrong attention to themselves like if you're pretty you're pretty I can't, you know, I'm not going to go against that, but I want you to be able to showcase your craft and, you know, get your ovation for that. Like, I don't, like, I'm not an athlete, but if I were an athlete, I would probably like for you to say, oh, like, you put up great points doing this and instead of being like, oh, you look good in that dress. Like, I don't care about this dress. I'm not going to be able to pay for the next one if you're not watching me. Well, I mean, it's... It's going to be one of the old cliches and, and old marketing gimmicks. Uh, sex sales. And I'm not yep. saying it has to be overtly like sensual or whatever, but if you have a pretty face and a nice body, with like you say, the assets, they're going to use that for marketing and it's going to be beneficial for you to make money. And that That's just what it is. I mean, because... They, they're going to do that and you're going to look at it and be like well i can go and make a hundred thousand dollars let's say playing in the WNBA, or if i join like a um a soccer team or so or i can get a sponsorship deal with let's say this makeup company a sponsorship deal with this clothing company that wants me to do this and you know a certain thing and i can make a million I mean, which one are you going to choose? Some, I mean, some people, they're going to be like, I'll just take the 100 grand because I have my integrity and stuff. But others are going to be like, you know what? Maybe I need to dabble in this other stuff to where it's like, I can make a million. I could parlay that million and maybe make it 10 million or whatever. Because you know, at the end of the day, right as it stands right now, where whatever is that pay in that profession, what they're paying, that's probably where you're going to top out at. And that's what most athletes um, they make their money through sponsorships, through other other avenues. Because you know, we throw the big money with the NBA and everything like that. It's only a certain few guys that make that ridiculous, outlandish money. Most of the other ones, I mean, they they get paid damn well, you know, damn good money, but they're not making the outlandish number where you hear like a guy making forty or fifty million. 
I mean, let's look at, I think I looked at it today um, for uh, uh, Leon Messi. They offer him like $350 million next year to play soccer. That's absurd. That, that That's an obscene Ooh. amount of money. But only like him and Cristiano Ronaldo can command that. And it's, it's just, I mean, hey, man, it's, it's beneficial that you're able to capitalize on that, but only only two of y'all could do that. But, you know, when, when it comes to women in sports and stuff, I mean, it, it's, I mean, I'm going to keep it a book. That beauty is, is their number one asset beyond their skill, what they may have. And with most of the sports and entertainment or whatever, it's about selling product. So if you're able to capitalize on it, you know, if you're cool with it and they don't treat you disrespectfully or whatever, go for it. You see, as long as they have respect for themselves, you know, do it, still have respect for yourselves. At the end of the day, they have to live with themselves and, you know, what they may or may not have done to showcase themselves. But I think it even counts even more if they have the skill along with the beauty, too. Well, yeah. That that that's a bonus. Yeah. But people still gonna care about the beauty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of beauty, this might be off topic, but do y'all think LeBron James would ever invest in like a hair care line? No. That's just that's not his oh, area. Oh, right with now. that daughter you got? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm talking about you for think? himself. Like, <laughs> for oh, himself. Uh, uh, hair <laughs> what is going to be there? The hair club for men part two? Bosley. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, Bosley Medical. Uh, Bosley Medical. Braun Medical. Because it's like, whoever did his <laughs> stuff, boy, it be looking. Whoo, wee. <laughs> be playing that gun. I took the top off it because I'm going to tell you, um, if he did, um, his first his first client should be uh Kevin Durant because he, he just won't he just won't come home, boy. That that oh that, that crow- just is oh <laughs> that just don't make no sense for you to be looking At, like oh. that. Oh, <laughs> that boy got that crow's there sometimes. I'm like, Katie, bro, oh. you one of the best to ever do it in the NBA. You got millions on millions. You got championships. Man, cut that shit off your head, bro. Just let it go. This is just going to be one you ain't won. You just ain't win this one, bro. Maybe but, LeBron will come out like with a beard oil or something. That's the best uh, he can do. Yeah, yeah because I, th- I, I thought when you mentioned that, you was talking about his daughter with like a hair care line. Yeah. Her, oh, where no. it's like, oh, Queens, <laughs> Queens hair care line or something like that because she's like the princess or whatever, Princess James uh, beauty care or something. But you talking about for men, ain't nobody trying to get no LeBron James wave grease. <laughs> <laughs> like LeBron, LeBron should have came on home years ago. But do y'all think he never will? No, I no. mean maybe later on in life, but he been he holding too, it. He been holding he too it vain. all. He too vain. Yeah, he he been holding it all. Him and Katie have been holding on, and they just gonna hold on until they can't no more. <laughs> Like LeBron tried the little uh, fake hair thing, but it was falling off mid game, and AD had to save him. But you know, I don't know. I highly doubt it. I mean, he might go bald. Who knows? But you know, right now he just 
worrying about his teammates playing for fun, you know, instead of hey, trying man, to win. Hey, bro, Russ was trying to rally the troops. <laughs> man, that's a terrible rally. That man talking about some have fun. Nobody trying to have no fun, bro. Hey, man, I'm just saying, bro. LeBron need to cut that shit off his head, and KD need to cut that shit off his head. KD been supposed to cut it off. He too busy. He too busy uh, with them letting them Twitter fingers go and cussing out fans, talking shit to them. Mm-hmm. In a burner account. Well, no, yeah, he ain't really been in his burner lately. He been on his main page cussing folks out. Well, it's because he's been smoking. He's been smoking dubs. Mm-hmm. So he he just started he just started mellowing out. So I'm just gonna talk about um I don't even know why where Aisha came from. Um, <laughs> you talking about Splash Brothers? Yeah, we're not even talking about the Splash Brothers. I was gonna say something else about beauty and sports and you know the athletes and because we were talking about you know LeBron's um crown um that's not really there anymore. I don't think it was ever there. But, uh... Oh, boy. You're doing it on purpose. You're throwing jabs. I don't think I'm throwing anything. I think this man has stressed himself out all of his career. I think once Bronny uh, makes it in, hmm. well, his, his teammates want to have out. fun. His teammates want to have fun now. Well, yeah, that's. So, I mean, that's now. But if we talk about his yeah. past, I mean, you can't de- somebody, you can't deny his past. Somebody, somebody. I don't know. I don't know. If, well, I'm gonna put it out there in the ether. Maybe it's already created. But somebody need to put. Uh, um, a snippet of Russ talking about we just go have fun and put Cindy Lauper girls just oh. want to have fun on it. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Don't worry, it's in, don't worry, it'll get in now. So, do y'all think KD and um James may be holding on to their um hair a little bit longer due to what the type of attention it might attract? I think you know it no. could be a great PR stunt with them, you know, keeping their hair on. I mean, I don't really see a problem with it, but I'm like, y'all kind of desperate here now. Like, something got to, you know, give. It's vanity. But, no. it's, pure, it's pure vanity with those two. Because I'm I'm pretty sure as much as KD, he always get bothered when people say stuff about him. I know he didn't seen a TikTok. I know he didn't seen a, a Twitter video where dudes are actually pausing the screen and using the brush on the TV. Like, man, brush that shit. <laughs> or like putting clippers to it. He knows he knows that shit is there. He just doesn't give a damn. But he's vain. He's too mm. vain to cut it. Cause then they go like, man, are you bald now? Huh? You da, 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 da. They're bald, a bald man. But yeah, LeBron, he actually had cut it all off once and made a little video and then act like it doesn't exist. But I don't yeah. know. Maybe when he retired from the years ago. Yeah, maybe when he retires. He'll he'll be like, you know, I cut this shit off because I don't need to be in the spotlight. I'm too busy releasing whack ass house party movies and redoing space jam. Spotlight. Who LeBron? Yeah, I haven't heard much about him this year. Absolutely, you don't need to. He's I don't wait. Hold on, hold on. I don't know how you don't hear about him. He's about to break the all-time scoring record in the next coming months. I mean, are you sure? I mean, he don't really need. Oh, that's. That's a hundred percent. That's hundred percent. That's gonna happen. <laughs> he don't really have to do much now. I think a stat came out. He could just put eleven uh eleven points up 
every game and he'll be just fine. But I mean, well, if he's four, averaging, like, he, what, I think 30? if he's averaging like his twenty nine points, it'll be around the seventh of February he would get it. But if that drops, it'll be uh, late February, early March. But I mean, it, it's it's going to happen it. in the next couple of months or whatever. Yeah. Unless he gets a season ended injury, which it probably won't happen, but you know. Ooh, don't you put that in the ether, man. Don't say that. <laughs> no. It's LeBron, bro. That man ain't going down. Okay. Anybody going down in street clothes. Somebody knock on wood. <laughs> That's his man. I hey, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> but hell, he can go down because the Pelicans <laughs> the Pelicans had that Lakers pick and I want the best pick, so Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking on wood, but I don't wish I don't wish bad fortune on anybody like that with an injury. I wonder who's been wishing it on Zion hey, because like it don't make no sense. Oh, for that's me. just weight. You wanna know who's been wishing on Zion? You wanna know who's been wishing on Zion? It's the it's the beignet man. It's the gumbo lady who's been fixing them plates for Zion. <laughs> that's who been wishing the bad yeah, stuff on him. Okay, he he, he he was doing good. He was doing good, but bro, bro, he too he still too bulky because he gonna have on foot injuries. Mm-hmm. He gonna have on same knee injuries. It's gonna happen because he's so explosive, and you can't be eating the beignets and the king cake and thinking you're gonna well, play. Gonna eat it. You can't play three bro, times a week. Season. Yeah, bro, you can't play. Three games a week eating uh, beignets and 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 crab legs and shit. Um, but yeah, he he got a funny ass walk to where it's like, God damn, bro, what the hell going on? It's like, do you need to stretch your <laughs> do you need to stretch your heels out so you can stand straight? I know we got a team chiropractor. Somebody go stretch his ass out or something, man. Like his whole game, <laughs> his walking is is just it's terrible. And I, I mean. This comes from somebody who like had back problem all the time, and even me, I just be like, "God damn, boy, straighten your shit up." But, but you know what? I'm hoping this, this is me knocking on wood. I'm hoping he'll be healthy for these playoffs so we can win this championship. It's possible. Don't yeah. bow down. Let's go. <laughs> mm. But that's if another it's all thing. Healthy, going- y'all got a chance. That's like another thing going back into like the image that these athletes have to like hold themselves to. Like Zion, I didn't really, I didn't really hear too much of good stuff about Zion. Like I was just hearing about the man's weight and how he looked. And I think last year somebody made like a float of him in New Orleans. Yeah, um, yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. did. they was wrong for that. They ate that man up. And you know what? It's just it's like to the point as the it's athlete. Five. If, <laughs> mm-hmm. if your body is look, being looked at that like that so much, why are you constantly risking your image? Like, do you just not want to play? Like, I are mean, you lazy? You he's just lost have- a lot of weight compared to last season. Yeah. I mean, he's he human- lost a lot of weight. You got to look at it too. He's a human being, and what is he like? Twenty three. I mean, yeah, he's a human I'm, I'm older. I'm older. He's a kid, though. He's a he's kid. A he's going to do dumb shit. But he's With doing the type money. of yeah, exactly. I'm just like you. You're you're making millions of dollars. You're making money that somebody, an average person like me, might not even see in this lifetime. Just to turn around 
and do and regress as a player. I'll just put it as that. You have an image to uphold. What are you doing, Zion? Well, what are I you mean, doing? all he got to do is hit up. He could just ask LeBron for tips, you know, in his body. If it was that, if it was that easy, he would have did it, bro. Like, I mean, he, he, okay. And somebody like that, you know, dealt with that with their weight all their life or whatever. It just may be an issue where it's like, I'm, I'm physically gifted, strong, and everything. But sometimes he just, he just not motivated to put that as priority. And like I say, he made it a priority this season because, I mean, they, they offered you two hundred of them M's. You're going to be like, well, fuck it. Give me the personal shelf. You know, <laughs> he, he made it a priority. But at the same time, he's 23. He might not just get it as much as anything else. Wait, actually, because... he's 22. He's okay, he's 22. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's young, so he's going to still make mistakes. He's not going to be as dedicated to the game as, let's say, other people where that's conditioning and all that has always been priority number one. Because – well, because the thing about it, the dude has been physically gifted where he could jump out of the gym since middle school. So he was just getting by yeah. on talent more than anything. Well, Zion, if you ever listen to this, I'm not being a D1 hater here. I just want to let you know you're not a D lineman in football. And I want you to have a healthy diet. And I want you to play basketball. And I want you to continue to progress as a Pelicans player. He ain't getting a healthy eating in New Orleans. And I'm I, you, it's he crazy. Not. I think he is capable. Like, like Angry said, you have chef. You have a chef. Like I know dang well he has a chef. Yeah, you got you got a chef. But mm, you have to showcase that, that South <laughs> Southern food. He needs more self control, and I know that he's probably heard a whirlwind of things. But I'm like, your image, that is why people are talking about you. It's not the points that you're putting up. I mean, I'm not hearing about it this season because he was doing good as from what I've heard. But, you know, Zion, something got to give, man. So you're back on track, good for you, but you need to keep it there. I don't want to see you come back looking like it was last season. <laughs> I mean, they that rolled like hard. I mean, if I say they play a lot of games and injuries are going to happen yeah, definitely. throughout the season, like my, I mean, but he just gets a lot of hate because last season, because he was overweight and things of that nature. So he's getting a lot of hate of that. But I mean, he's really getting minor injuries that you would normally see basketball players get. I think he's, I think from what I've seen this year, I think he's at a good standpoint right now i mean he could drop a little bit more weight but i mean he's so dominant right now it's ridiculous when the pelicans are all on the court together they're dominant yeah and like that's what i'm saying like unfortunately like you are talking about this man weight like giggles and stuff but that's the thing like these athletes like your image contributes so much to the audience like i don't think they see how detrimental it could be to their career at some point like Stetson he too small that's all I'm hearing he's okay I mean hey I mean but that's the thing you're going to be picked because that's the spotlight it's going to be there because we just talked about I talked about it the other day on the last episode 
uh, Locker was like, man, we need to get Bryce Young. No, I don't want Bryce Young. I don't want a small, <laughs> slight quarterback. No, I want the you I want, want the him, prototype. You want Dennis Allen. I don't man, that's beside you, the point. You, you don't I want, want the him, prototypical want I want the prototypical quarterback that's like six four and a, a big hurly burly guy that can take a hit because that's what it's gonna take. Because I I'm I'm sad to say it, but Tua is not long for this NFL. He's nah, too slight. Right, he's not mobile. He's not mobile enough to take these hits and, and you know in the bulk up and, and take them. He just can't do it. And Bryce Young. Bro, you're five ten, five eleven, whatever, under under two hundred pounds. You got that. you got dudes in the NFL that are six five, two eighty, can run a four four coming at you from the left side, the right side, and the center. What are you gonna do, brother, when they come for you? You gonna get broken in two. Look at Tua. I'm like people are really scared that the next concussion is gonna be when it takes him out. And it, he, it's not a matter of if, it's going to be a matter of when he gets his next concussion. The fact that the coach yeah. did not, I know that the players do have a say if they're, you know, if they're in good health, if they can play or not. But after that first one, or the second one, whichever one he literally froze up, he started contracting. As a coach, I would have told him, you are not playing unless we make playoffs like that's it that is a scary sight to see like but their goals their goals are mutually exclusive though i'm a coach in two years these guys are ready to fire me so i'm gonna push your ass as much as i, I got to because what my goals are um not all of them align with yours and that's but that's you- a sad part it is sad. It is sad. Like, you know, a lot of people see now that the NFL is just, you know, a big corporate business. They don't care about the teams. They don't care about the players. As we all know, with the whole DeMar situation, they literally were going to go with the game five minutes later until everybody went back. The coaches said, we're not doing it. Joe Burrow, not that, doing that, it. That, it, that, they that were gonna, wasn't the NFL league. uh thing that came out that wasn't a league uh word that they had five minutes to warm up and play oh that was more of a whoever was officiating that game whoever was officiating that game might have said something like that but it did come out i mean i seen it i mean it is terrible that they did uh, (laughs) try to make them do that after that i mean like the referees and whoever said it it should be ashamed of themselves for trying to get them to do that they but should be as fine far as for like that. corporate wise, <laughs> I don't think Roger Goodell made that call. Well, but he like, didn't make the call. Looking but. at it too, like I'm saying, you know, these players, they're actual people. Like, you know, and like Angry said, like as a coach, everybody has a different agenda. Like as a coach, you have a certain time frame I'm seeing to get her in or to progress as a team make it out in great stance, but also looking at these players from like a medical like aspect, I care more about the game player than the, the score on the board and what's going to happen in the following game. I don't, I don't care as much about all of that stuff. Like I want these people to be healthy because football is always going to be there. Somebody else is always going to wear your number. I'm sorry. That Jersey is always going to be there, but you as a person, you need right. to care about the players more. 
I mean, look at Locker, but he's ready to get rid of Dennis Allen after one season. Him, my brother, my Man, other Man, what do you fucking mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Mother that nigga need to go. <laughs> he needs to go. What you, there's nothing you can see here. T- that nigga and that offensive quarter needs to go. Both of them. Get their ass out of here. I don't give a damn. Get their ass out of here. I don't care. Whatever you say does not mean anything. See, this to is me what I'm this talking point. about. Him. You have faith. Kamara didn't inst- have a touchdown till week gratification. six. Instant gratification, bro. That's that's why when bro. the coach gets in there, bro. he's so, like, oh, he looks fine to me. What did the doctor say? The doctor say he can go very well. Put him in the game. Okay, even if that's the case, we didn't do good, did we? Dennis Allen sucked. Offense coordinator sucked. And but, that's the point, but that's James the point. Though. That's the point. You want them to win right now, no matter what the cost is. And that coach is going to feel that pressure. Okay. Where, like I'm I, on a hot seat. I understand. So it. Maybe I'm not going to care about this guy's long-term health. I under, I understand that we want, I know we're not going to be like how we was when breeze and Peyton was there. We got there. We ain't Absolutely never not. been this trash in a long time, bro. Come lose? on, man. <laughs> How you stay at zero? We lost to the Panthers. <laughs> like we 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 we're not a good football team like we once was. I I putting it on coaching, putting on offensive coaching, putting it on Andy Dalton because he's a part of this too. Everybody's getting. It. I mean, yes, we had an injury season. We wasn't healthy again. But man, come on, bro. I no, but we can't count on Mike Thomas no more. Okay, He's okay, but you get you get into the weeds. You get into the weeds, though. But like, like she was saying, is it's with uh, McDaniel's. They had they got rumors that his ass might be done, and Tom Brady and Sean Payton go to the Dolphins next year. Like, yeah, I saw that. Oh, so, so, but that's the thing about it. To where a coach, like, even if he catches wind of this, he's gonna be like, "Oh, what the hell, man? I gotta do something." Like. It's that pressure to where that coach may not care as much about this player to where, you know, you see you see two fingers going every which way but loose, and you're like, oh, shit. Or the game he had uh, a couple weeks ago where they didn't even know he had a concussion, and he still played the whole game. That, that's the point. That's, that's on the team. Up. That's on the team. That's on the team's fault, though. That's the medical okay. staff. I, ain't, okay. I can't really be okay. medical staff. You can't really put that on head coaching unless we know that but my medical staff total. The medical he staff just and the coaches, yeah, they do have to converse about things like this. And it's ultimately up to the coach to say, okay. And it's really like, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, you know, the coaches really have the say so. The head coach has the say so. And the only thing that these medical people can do is discourage the decision and hope that the coach, you know, agrees to it. But the player, that's the thing with the player. He's not, he's not going to say, coach, I can't go. Because the moment he shows that sign of weakness, they're going to be like, well, you need to bench his ass and get him out of here. He ain't got the heart for it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that, that's, that's, that's real. That's what's going to happen. And, and it's true. It's true. But I don't think all coaches think like that. I don't think. But maybe they do in the NFL. But as a coach, I yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to bench you. And I might bench you for the whole damn season. But I'm not going to say you're out of here no. next year. I'm not going to do Ooh. it. But I mean, that's in the, the thing. Case of you're like gonna Jimmy have that G's? noise. You're gonna have that noise on you, though. They're gonna be like, "Well, hey, uh, the other team bitch to me, put him in there. Why the hell we want him?" Because he had a concussion. I wouldn't want to risk 
furthering any health situations with my player. If I know I have a good player and he had that one bad hit and I could salvage what I can, I'm going to take the chance to salvage what I can. But who's going who's going to want to take Tua when it's like, damn, bro, well, we, not he's gonna on take borrowed time. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, no team, no team really wants him now. He got too many health problems. I mean, offensive line is kind of at fault at that as well. But, I mean, that's part of the game. You're going to get sacked. You're not going to go a season without getting sacked. It's just part of the game. Just I mean, like, like Andrew said a while back. Okay, uh, Kyla, are you a 49ers fan? Because you keep bringing up Jimmy G. She's a, yes, she's very <laughs> like like a in the word in the words of, of uh, Stephen A. Porn star Jimmy, porn star Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, so Niner game, that's me. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, y'all gonna do well, and it's not gonna be, it's gonna be you better be a yes, you better be a purdy Niner uh, guest we had on here. Yeah, you better be a Purdy fan if y'all want to do something. But, okay, let's look at that Jimmy G. Jimmy G has been injury prone to a certain extent, and he he does not have great tape. But yet still, um, he ain't got the concussion bug on him, and they're like, you know what? He Mm -hmm. may be a great fit for the New York Jets. (laughs) But I think right now – anywhere. Yeah, I think it's going to be Purdy – and they're gonna have to do some with yeah. Trey Lance since they spend all that capital to get him. But, yeah. but yet, yet still, look at um, look at Robert Sala with the Jets. He got a straight turd in uh Wilson, where he went. He yeah. was like, you know what? I don't even want to put you in the game. I put in Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco probably on the sideline <laughs> eating hot dogs and chips during the game or whatever. He got his money already made. But the simple fact that you kept going back and forth between Mike White, uh, Wilson, and um, Joe Flacco, it speaks volume. But at the same time, Robert Sala, like, man, you know what? Get your ass back healthy enough to where these doctors will clear you because I need to win now because I want to get paid and keep my job. And that's that's the sad part about the NFL. I mean, we're about any of them. Players are a means to an end for coaches. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. So in that case, fire Dennis Allen. Get him out of here. See, man, there you go, bro. There y'all He's go. He's giving y'all hell this year. Y'all, I ain't never bro, seen the end that here. bad. I don't know what's going on in New Orleans. Honestly, I don't know what's going on, but I feel I can like. I can tell you. We ain't got a quarterback. We ain't got a good offensive coordinator, and our head coach sucks. So there, there's your three main issues. We got a running back who scored six touchdowns on Christmas a few years back, and he only got like four touchdowns this season. You got a quarterback who, okay, he has good stats, but we suck. We we can't get the ball downfield. Receivers don't catch the ball. He puts Olave in bad positions to get his head knocked off. He did. He did. He, he did do that. No. That that made me mad. Jameis, Jameis is done. The Saints didn't burn the bridge with Jameis. I I've understood that's that Jameis is gone. That's the major problem. Why wasn't he put back in? Well, that's coaching. The, the, you y'all like to ride the coaching thing? That's coaching. Coach made a decision. Even though I didn't know this, but Winston was like, it's an unspoken rule that a quarterback don't lose their job due to injury. Understandable. But, you know, Dennis Allen thought the redhead 
would be a good fit for the Saints, and he wasn't. So sayonara, have a good life. Well, okay, man, who you going to replace him with? <laughs> who? Replace Andy Dalton? I can give you a, I can give you a few. No, I'm talking about James Allen. Like oh, I don't care. Somebody will sense an offensive coordinator who who's not scared to uh, call good plays I, I, and not I, run our I'm best running you. back I'm up the good. You. I'm with you on getting rid of Pete Carmichael. I'm with you. But coaching-wise, I mean, they got the identity for the defense, man. But, I mean, hey, bro, if y'all want to get rid of them, go ahead and get rid of them. I think it's – y'all moving too haste, but, you know, it is what it is. Whatever, man. I don't think they're moving, you know, too, too fast because he would have been out there literally at that last game. I think it was the Cardinals that fired their coach. Not even a you few talking about coach Han- You talking about Coach yeah. Hanson? Yep. Yeah. Cliff will be all right, man. Y'all, y'all saw that house Cliff had. Yeah, he getting Cliff, paid. He Cliff got that money coming paid. to him. Uh, Ian Rappaport said Cliff that made some good money on his investments. Cliff is going to be all right. Don't cry for Cliff. All right. Maybe he gonna get paid. They stay all his money on that contract. Hell yeah, they do. All the way to twenty seven. Did you watch that last episode of Hard Knocks? Not yet, you know. I, I, I can't a, watch it. Bro. Great mood. It's too yeah. It's too depressing, bro. It's too depressing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I thought it was gonna be more of a JJ White episode because you know he retiring. So yeah, man. But I guess I had to watch it. So um, who, who y'all got winning the Super Bowl? I already know you you going with the uh, the Niners. So well, I'm realistically speaking. If the Chiefs can manage to win against the Bengals, I can see the Chiefs going back. I'm sorry, but that's the way I'm seeing it. Like, I do believe in the Niners, but like I said, you put the Chiefs in the mix, you know, the Bengals, they're in good condition right now. Depending on that game, I could definitely see the Chiefs going back. Maybe the Bengals. I am for LSU here, but I'm trying to be (laughs) – Trying to be realistic. I got Joe Burrow winning this one. So you got Joey B winning at all. Damn. Yep, might as well. The Dolphins ain't doing Jack Squad, bruh. I'm not picking the <laughs> Niners. So I think the Niners will, will come out the NFC, but I'm not saying they'll win. Able to break it with the pressure. I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, I don't know quite yet. I know the right now. I'm leaning towards whoever's going to win is going to be an AFC team. I just think with uh, Jalen getting hurt, that that took a lot of my my enthusiasm for Philly. Uh, it dropped after that, but I think it's going to be AFC team that's going to be the one to uh, to win it. We shall see. It's playoff weekend. Indeed it is. So who are the Saints going against again? I I think you said it at the beginning. I'm just not sure. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Real funny. Real (laughs) funny. Real funny. Funny. (laughs) Funny, ha. Not funny. Ha ha. But we're going to shake back next season winning Super Bowl, but it's all gravy. 
Yeah. It's always who they oh no, 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 do not compare us to Cowboys fans. You know what's crazy? People are so delusional to think that the Cowboys might take it all. That's all I gotta say. That's it. <laughs> That's every year. That ain't nothing new. Yeah, the Cowboys haven't won a road game, I think, since like 1993. Plus, they suck when it comes to playing on grass. And Tom Brady is 7-0 against them. Um... They're playing their worst football right now, so it doesn't look great for them boys. Yeah, but I say this is a normal process. Like, uh, I think I sent Angry the uh, picture of the life cycle of a cowboy. I think we're at the point of we going to the Super Bowl point, and then we need the upset uh, cycle, which is probably going to happen Monday. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if them boys, them boys, man. I'm not sold on it. Dak turned that ball over too much. Well, we shall see. With that, I think we can wrap this episode up. Um, say, man, it's been, I think it was a great conversation. I uh, want to thank our guests for joining us. I uh, want to thank Bree for joining us. want to thank Colin for joining us. Uh, y'all have any last words y'all want to get off or promote anything? promote anything but if you are listening to this i will encourage you to keep listening more these guys are really great hosts um i will definitely tune in during the playoffs because i feel like there's gonna be a lot of chatter in here so if the niners do (laughs) of course (laughs) i hope to come back if the niners do make it because i have a, a lot of things to say to the aints fans out there See the disrespect. Mm. You were doing so well, but you you, you were doing the, ver- the, so verb- well. the verbiage of the disrespect. But but go on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry so for interrupting. But yeah, like I this was a great show, guys. Like I really do appreciate y'all for having us on today. Yes, I just want to say thanks for letting me come on your podcast today. Um, my final thoughts for women in sports, um, hopefully one day that we can look back on this and we can laugh and be like, remember that time when there was a, a pay gap and everything and women were being sexualized? I'm not sure that part would ever change, but at least have that pay gap, pay, pay gap closed um, would be great. But thanks for having me on. No problem. With that, like I say, I want to invite you all to make sure you put us in your podcast rotation. Go ahead, tell your mother, sister, daddy, your cousin on your daddy's side, whoever, subscribe to the podcast. With that, until next time.